Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21. Thanks for joining us. Today we're talking about Gog and Magog, referenced in Revelation 20, as the enemies of God's people. And we're gonna be discussing how St. Augustine in the city of God interprets Gog and Magog. Let's go to the text itself, Revelation 20, starting in verse seven. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, and he shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth. Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and encompassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. St. Augustine in his City of God, we've been discussing book 20, And when you get to chapter 11, it's only about a page or so long, it talks about the identity of Gog and Magog and what they do. So I'm going to read to you some of St. Augustine's words from chapter 11. And the words, he shall go out, mean he shall burst forth from lurking hatred into open persecution. I love that description from lurking hatred into open persecution. The period of deception precedes the persecution of the Antichrist. He first has to deceive the world into embracing him, but there's a lurking hatred undergirding his deception. And this persecution, again, back to St. Augustine's words, occurring while the final judgment is imminent shall be the last which shall be endured by the Holy Church throughout the world. Again, from St. Augustine, the whole city of Christ being assailed by the whole city of the devil as each exists on earth. For these nations, which he names Gog and Magog, are not to be understood of some barbarous nations in some part of the world. For John marks that they are spread over the whole earth. When he says the nations which are in the four corners of the earth, and then he added that these are Gog and Magog. This is so important because right now, I mean right now, you can go to YouTube about this whole Russian and Ukraine conflict and see evangelical prophecy so-called experts say that Ezekiel 38, talking about Gog and Magog, talk about Russia coming down and invading Israel and the Holy Land and all this other stuff. They're the really, 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 really bad guys. And St. Augustine says they're not to be understood as a nation or group of nations in some part of the world. Okay, we're going to talk about how Ezekiel and Revelation are similar and yet different, and it's 
a little bit more of a complicated subject than what you're hearing on YouTube videos about Russia is Gog and Magog. Okay, St. Augustine goes, then this is his purpose in seducing them to draw them into this battle, the final battle. I'd like to just mention a warning to Catholics. I believe Catholics are going to be the bullseye of this attack. And I think it's already going on. I think the entire sex abuse crisis is a part of a deceptive attack undergirding the priesthood and the Catholic Church. And the current attack, literal attack, on Catholic churches and defacing Catholic statues following the leak of Justice Alito's Roe versus Wade decision. Um, let me ask, um, have you heard of Baptist churches being vandalized? I don't know. Maybe they are, but I haven't heard of it. What about Presbyterian or Methodist or mega churches or Assembly of God churches? Maybe some have, but main thing I've heard is Catholic churches. And very interesting, sometimes the other side knows where the bullseye is and where to shoot. The Catechism of the Catholic Church, section 675, which I would say for biblical eschatology in our day, it's probably the most important section of the entire catechism. I'm talking about just for biblical prophecy for today. It says this, before Christ's second coming, the church must pass through a final trial. Now, in the catechism, and I'm, I haven't caught this until today, the church is capitalized, capital C-U-R-C-H-U-R-C-H. The church in the catechism, referring to the Catholic church, must pass through a final trial that will shake the faith of many believers. And there's going to be a, a religious deception that will create an apostasy worldwide and result in a last end times attack on all Christians. Don't get me wrong. I believe all Christians will be attacked, but the Catholic Church will be the bullseye of the attack. This is why St. John Paul II, when he was a cardinal in the United States, saying, we are now standing on the greatest historical confrontation humanity has gone through. He said, I do not think wide circles of American society or wide circles of the Christian community realize this fully. We are now facing the final confrontation between the church and the anti-church, the gospel versus the anti-gospel. We must be prepared to undergo great trials in the not-too-distant future, trials that will require us to be ready to give up even our lives. Now, by quoting Catechism 675 and John Paul II's warning about the final confrontation, I can just hear the conference invitations just pouring in. Say, Steve, come tell us about this. We have to be ready to give our lives. Well, you better be ready. There is a hostility brewing in the world and in our own country, believe it or not. It's amazing, against the true faith. And we better be ready for what that might bring. Now, let me talk about Ezekiel and Revelation. Ezekiel and Revelation are unusually similar. We're going to do a whole study 
of the book of Revelation in the future through the eyes of Ezekiel. It'll open things up for us. The similarity is just striking, but hear this. It's only half of two things I need to tell you about this. Ezekiel and Revelation are not identical. Ezekiel and Revelation are not identical. Okay, um, new book I just got, looks like a good one, Revelation Through Old Testament Eyes by Tremper Longman. He says, in Ezekiel, God is a person and Magog is a place. So God instructs Ezekiel to send, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince, and prophesy against him. So Ezekiel, God's of Gog is a person, Magog is a place. In Revelation, both Gog and Magog are place names, and they're talking about places from the four corners of the earth or the four points of the compass everywhere worldwide, the worldwide empire of Christ. Now, many who are on YouTube talking about Russia is fulfilling end times prophecy of Ezekiel 38 are ignoring the differences between Ezekiel 38 and Revelation 20. Both talk about Gog and Magog, similar but not identical ways. And it's a prophetic boo-boo that could lead to World War III because by overly demonizing Russia, thinking it's the nation mentioned Ezekiel 38, those who are itching for a, a military conflict with Russia are going to be making such a huge mistake, a huge mistake. I don't know if you're aware, but our former governor here from South Carolina, Governor Nikki Haley, visited Israel with the rabid rapture advocate, Pastor John Hagee. John Hagee believes that the millennium kingdom reign of Christ will be in the future in Israel with Jesus the Messiah sitting on a throne. And so any nation that he thinks is going to be involved in attacking Israel He's all for wiping off the face of the earth, and he's teaming up with the neocons, a, gr a group of conservatives that seem to really like war, and Nikki Haley, just so you know, is wanting to be pre president or vice president of the United States. So she showed up in Israel with Pastor John Hagee, who has written in the past, by the way, just in case you're a Catholic listening, he, in a recent book, he said, most readers will be shocked by the clear record of history linking Adolf Hitler and the Roman Catholic Church in a conspiracy to exterminate the Jews. And yet, Pastor Hagee was called out when he was very involved politically in John McCain's bid for the presidency, so he claims ever since then he's not anti-Catholic and he's been a little quiet about his anti-Catholic beliefs. But here he is thinking, missing the kingdom reign of Jesus through his church, and thinking it's going to be in a future Israel and ready to go after nations like Russia, who he believes is going to come down from the north and attack Israel. Whereas in Revelation, it's similar, 
but different. It's not the exact same way because what is going to happen, it will be worldwide, not one nation, but every nation. And there could be a confederation of nations. According to Revelation 16, the demons go out and gather the nations of the world to a final battle. We could have Christians promoting this. It's what the demons will do at the end times. So in any case, ask yourself in Revelation 20, it says they encompass or they, they attack the camp of the saints. Well, what is that camp? According to St. Augustine, book 20, chapter 11, quote, this camp is nothing else than the church of Christ extending over the whole world. You see, there's a difference between Ezekiel 38 and Revelation 20. In Ezekiel 38, it's a localized attack upon a localized nation. By the time we get to Revelation, we take a similar theme, Gog and Magog, probably, by the way, in Ezekiel's day, that was kind of a cryptic reference to Babylon and its emperor. In John's day, it would have been a cryptic reference to Rome and Caesar. In the end times, it will refer to the worldwide kingdom of the Antichrist gathering a worldwide coalition to attack the Church of Christ. So, Get your eschatology straight and hopefully keep us out of World War III for a little longer. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 279 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.